0: The Bible Study Podcast, episode 91. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Hebrews with Hebrews chapter 3. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. As we jump right into Hebrews 3, the author starts this way. Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, The Apostle and High Priest, whom we confess. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything." Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, testifying to what would be said in the future. But Christ is faithful as a son over God's house, and we are his house if we hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast. Now, this issue of who is greater, either Jesus or Moses, may not be something that has ever occurred to you, but clearly the writer of Hebrews is writing to a group of Jewish Christians, and it's something that seems to apparently need to have been decided, or at least needs to have been proclaimed. And so he starts this and says, holy brothers who share in a heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. So it's again a. Call for the people to pay attention, to fix thoughts on Jesus, to think about Jesus, and then it calls them two things the apostle and high priest, whom we confess. And the two words apostle is to be sent, so someone who is sent, sent from God in this case, sent from the Father, and high priest. Whom we confess. So the high priest again is the the one who intercedes, the one who stands between God and man, and that was the role classically of the high priest in the Old Testament tradition, in the sacrificial tradition. And again, Jesus definitely fulfills that role. We understand and closes that gap between God and man. So he was faithful. Jesus was faithful to the one who sent him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. And then this analogy here of Jesus to Moses as the builder of a house is to the house itself. seems like a little strange analogy, but basically it's saying that Moses is faithful as a servant, but Christ has a separate and special role as the son over the God's house. And Therefore, Jesus has supremacy over Moses. Therefore, Jesus is greater than Moses. Then closing with that word of encouragement, that if we hold on to our courage and the hope of which we boast. Basically encouraging us to be faithful to that faith that we have. And the author goes on. So as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the desert. Where your fathers tested and tried me, and for forty years saw what I did, that is why I was angry with that generation, and I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways, so I declared it an oath in my anger they shall never enter my rest. This is a set of verses coming from psalms from psalm ninety five verses seven through eleven. And this is referring, obviously, to the Exodus, and we've talked a little bit about the Exodus before, that generation that God was able to rescue from Egypt using the various signs that he sent, the plagues that were sent. He was able to bring them out of Egypt, but he just wasn't able, except for Caleb and Joshua, to get Egypt out of them. He wasn't able to get them to stop complaining about being in the desert, and that Finally, he has enough when they rebel as they're about to go into the promised land. When they say, no, let's go in, let's kill Moses and Aaron and go back to Egypt. Finally, he says, that's it. You're not going to enter the promised land. And so the message here is don't be like that generation. That generation that complained about having food, then they complained about having meat, then they complained that you brought us out here to die because they didn't have water. And God was continually faithful, but they were continually faithless until they finally rebelled and lost their position. They lost the ability, they lost the privilege of entering into the rest, the entering into the promised land. So don't be like those people whose hearts are going astray, who have not known the ways. Don't harden your hearts as you did in rebellion during that time of testing. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if we hold firmly, till the end, the confidence we had at the first. As has just been said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. The author is repeating some of what he just finished saying, so this is something that we really are supposed to pay attention to. See to it that none of you have a sinful and unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Live in a fashion that is both full of faith and that is faithful To God, that is not sinful, but faithful, and both the terms—they're not just full of sin, but also that is that is faithful, that is worthy of, that is under submission to Jesus, that is living out the faith in an active way. Don't have an unbelieving heart, but instead be trusting in God and relying on that and living in that fashion. Turns away from the living God. We're not talking about turning away from a religion. We're not talking about turning away from a set of beliefs. We're not talking about turning away from a code of ethics, but from a living God who is active still today. But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. I love that phrase here, this phrase of continuously encouraging ourselves and using every opportunity to encourage one another. As long as it is called today, right up until midnight, and then of course, it'll still be today, it'll just be a different day. As long as it is called today, look for those opportunities to encourage one another. So that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I think of the lies that sin tells us, or the lies that lead to sin. I think of lust, for instance, as a lie or a cheap inversion of love. I think of gluttony versus moderation. I think of the lie that says you're so important you have a right to be angry instead of the teachings from the Bible that say turn the other cheek. So these deceitfulness of sin, this lie that says you're so important you're the center of the universe instead of you should be a servant. So let none of you be hardened by sin's deceitfulness, that that constant Giving in to the sinfulness, that constant giving in to the lies that sin brings, harden our hearts so that they are harder for God to, to deal with, to soften and to and to break and to remold. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly till the end the confidence we had at first. So don't give up that faith you had at first, that confidence you had at first, even as the going gets difficult. As it did for those who were in the desert. And so again, that reminder today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. And then finally, this closing thought. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom he was angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the desert? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter in his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. And I think that's just a third way of saying the same warning here is, don't harden your hearts, don't be like these people who rebelled, who were faithful at one time and then turned their back on God's. That's what rebellion is all about. That's what this don't let sin harden your heart, the sin's deceitfulness, is don't be faithful at first and then give way. Just as those were who Moses led out of Egypt with great signs, with wonders, with plagues, with the Passover, they were led in triumph out of Egypt and yet then for 40 years grumbled and whose bodies fell in the desert. Don't be like them. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any comments, feel free to go to thebiblestudypodcast.com dot com or send me an email at host at Podcast dot com. And as always, thanks so much for listening.